Church, let's do this. Let's go to the Word of God this morning. There's a text that I want us to put our eyes to as we move into a time of prayer this morning, a, a text that I know will speak to each and every one of us and be manna for our souls this day. So, if you would, please join me responsibly in offering these words unto the glory of God. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Amen and amen. Church, let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. And as we do, church, if you would, let us just for a moment, have just a moment of silence, just to breathe in the Holy Spirit, to offer our thanks unto God, to get ourselves centered in the presence of the Almighty. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh God, if we're just being honest with ourselves, there's not much time in the day where we have quiet moments, still moments, O oh God. So these moments are precious when we can come and prayerfully commune with you. Lord, we firstly pray in the spirit of truth into our lives, into our worship service, into the details of every day, because that's important, Lord. So much distraction is in the world, so much deceit, so many lies, so many things, O oh God, that can easily get us off track. And that's why we need you. We need the advocate, the companion, the friend that is the Holy Spirit that was promised to us that is here with us now. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, we may not be able to see the Holy Spirit, or even know that the Holy Spirit is working and moving, but your Scripture gives us that eternal promise that, in fact, the Spirit is with us and will always be with us. So, Lord, we take that in, Lord, as spiritual manna for our lives, for we cannot do this thing called life on our own. We need one another. We need the body of Christ. We need the miracle that is prayer. We need the blessing that is Scripture, Lord, and we need that gift that is the Spirit of truth this day and every day. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, give us that truth that is your Holy Spirit. Lord, forgive us for when we fail you, for when we sin. Lord, thanks be to God for Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross. That sacrificial offering, Lord, for each and every person. Praise be to your name. So we seek you, Lord, for we will find truth. We will find healing, wholeness, and salvation that comes not from the world, but the gift 
that Jesus Christ and His Spirit is. So guide us in every way. Direct us in every way. And lead us in every way that brings us to, Lord, Your almighty presence. And we ask this now in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, who gave us a daily prayer to abide by this day and forever, that being the Lord's Prayer. Church, if you would, please join me now in this prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen and amen. Church, I am turning now to the Gospel of John, the 16th chapter, verses 12 through 15. This is about the work of the Holy Spirit. Think of this as part two to the text that we heard from last week about the coming of the Holy Spirit upon the church at Pentecost, those believers that were there. We're backing up just a little bit to where Jesus says, I am going to send the very Spirit that came at Pentecost. So, if you would, please stand, if you are able, out of respect for the good news of Jesus Christ this morning, beginning with verse 12 in chapter 16 in the Gospel of John. It says this, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell you things to come. He will glorify Me, for He will take of what is Mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are Mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Church, this is the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen and amen, and you may be seated. So, uh, church, the, the spirit of truth, I, I wanted to go there with you uh, in this text because I, I think that uh, hearing about the Holy Spirit, hearing about the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives uh, is something very valuable, very spiritually valuable. And we can take a text like this, and it, it, it can certainly speak a, a powerful and relevant word uh, for our lives. And, and here's what I'm getting at. I, I wanted to start off with this statement uh, this morning. Uh, you need to hear it. I need to hear it. The church needs to hear it. Believers need to hear this daily. So I want to start with this and refer to this often, okay? And it's simply this, that church, you and I, we need the spirit of truth in our everyday lives, not more trickery, okay? Let me say that again. 
You and I need the spirit of truth in our lives, not more trickery, not more lies, not more deceit, okay? So let's use that as a stepping off point for going back into the Scripture because there's some truths here that I wanted to uh, offer this morning. Let's go uh, to verse 12 again. Now, a little bit of context. This is Jesus with his apostles, and they are nearing the end of Jesus' life, okay? The setting is the Last Supper, okay? So literally, Jesus has just a few more hours with the apostles before he is arrested, okay, and and then goes to the cross at Calvary. So he uh, is imparting uh, some wisdom uh, into them, okay, but as we will will soon see, okay, he's also going to hold back too, but there's a reason why Jesus is going to do this. So let's go with this theme. You and I, we need the spirit of truth in our everyday lives, not trickery, okay? So let's go there now, verse 12. Listen to this. This is Jesus saying this. He says, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. See, church, what Jesus is saying to his inner core, known as the apostles, is that there is some truth that you cannot understand in this very moment, that in fact you cannot handle right now until the Holy Spirit comes, okay? And that coming of the Holy Spirit, of course, would be 50 days from that time of Passover at Pentecost, okay? So there were some things that Jesus was saying, listen, okay, you're just going to have to wait, okay? You're going to have to wait until the Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit comes for these truths to be revealed to you. And, and I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about just life for you and I, and, and, and I kind of compare this to when parents, okay, or when grandparents at a young age for you and I would say, listen, you're going to understand what I'm telling you right now when you're older, okay? When you've lived life, when you've matured, uh, when you've had some hard knocks, what I'm telling you now is probably just going to go in one ear and out the other, a parent or a grandparent would say, but you're going to better understand it when you get older. Right now, you just have to wait, okay? Right now, you're just going to have to live life, and you're going to have to mature, and you're going to have to spiritually mature to better understand what I'm telling you. And you know what? When that time comes, when you've matured, when you've had some hard knocks, when you've had some successes and some failures, guess what? it makes better sense, right? It makes better sense. And that's what Jesus is saying. He's saying, look, you know, there's just some things that I'm not going to reveal right now. You're going to have to go through some hard knocks, but once you get there, okay, you're going to better understand it. And here's the other thing too, church. The apostles would not have Jesus Christ in in his bodily way forever, right? 
They wouldn't have him forever, only for a matter of time. But what would come to them would be the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth. So let's go back to the text now. I I wanted to go to verse 13. Listen to this. This is Jesus again. He says, however, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Let me stop there. Okay, and, and, and as I was reading that, a, a question came to me about the Holy Spirit, okay? And I want to speak to your heart for a minute. As I know, Jesus was speaking to the hearts of the apostles when he was saying it at the Last Supper. And it's simply this. Church, just speaking to your, to your heart, not to your mind, but to your heart. Are you fully able and fully willing to accept the full truth, okay, that the Holy Spirit gives to you by receiving the Holy Spirit. Are you willing and are you able to receive what the Holy Spirit gives to you? Or are you in some way closed off from the Spirit? Are you in some way hiding from the Spirit? Are you in some way trying to shelter yourself from the truth that is the Holy Spirit? Is it something about you that you don't want to reveal to the Holy Spirit? How ready, how able are you ready to embrace the Spirit of truth? in your own life. Now, I ask you that because I want to give you a hard truth. I want to give you a truth that we all need to hear. Church, it's simply this. If you and I are constantly and consistently embracing worldly ideas, worldly values, then it is going to be very, very difficult for you and I to embrace the spirit of truth that is the Holy Spirit. Did you hear that? You see, if you were constantly consumed, constantly distracted by what the world is giving you on a daily basis, how can you fully embrace and fully accept what the Holy Spirit the spirit of truth can give to you and ultimately set you free from. Let me give you some examples, okay? Because I I, I really, really, really want to make sure you understand this. The world and the enemy is constantly, church, hurling trickery, lies, and deceit at us. And maybe, maybe for some of us, okay, that is such the norm that we don't even realize, okay, that the world and the enemy is doing it, okay? But I want to bring it to your attention because this is absolutely critical. Are we following the spirit of truth or, 
okay? Are we just absolutely consumed by the world? This is what the world, this is what the enemy hurls at us daily, okay? Let me see if this speaks to you. Things like you're a failure. Things like your sins are too big to forgive. Things like your past defines you, or you have no purpose, or you will never find peace, or you will never be healed, or God will never listen to you, or you're ugly, or you'll never be happy, or there is no hope for you, or no one cares about you, or your life has no value, or the most upsetting one, you are unloved. You see, that's not the work of the Holy Spirit. That's not the spirit of truth. That is what the devil uses. That is what the enemy and the world uses to keep you down and out with a grim kind of thinking about yourself, about the world, and about others. Church, let me say it again. What you need in your life is a daily dose of the spirit of truth, not more trickery, not more lies, not more deceit. I found this poem, and I wanted to read it to you, and it speaks to life. So listen very closely. It says this, first, somebody told it. Then the room couldn't hold it. So the busy tongues rolled it till they got it outside. Then the crowd came across it and never once lost it, but tossed it and tossed it till it grew long and wide. This lie brought forth others, sinister people, sinister sisters and brothers and fathers and mothers, a terrible crew. And while headlong they hurried, the people they flurried and troubled and worried as lies always do. And so evil-bodied, this monster lay goaded till at last it exploded in smoke and in shame. Then from mud and from mire, the pieces flew higher and hit the sad victim and killed a good name. You see, church, trickery, lies, deceit. It can kill a good name. It can kill a good church. It can kill a good people. I want you to hear it again, church. What you and I need, what we need to be consuming, you see, our mind and our spirit with daily is the spirit of truth, not more trickery. So you might be asking, well, what is the truth? What does the truth sound like? What can I turn my face to? What can I turn my heart and my spirit to? Here it is, turn to the Word of God. There you will find truth, church. Here's what, here's what truth sounds like, okay? And, and I'm going to offer these scriptures. This first one you probably know by heart, so if you want to say it along with me, please do. This is what truth sounds like. John three sixteen. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Let me stay in John for a minute because this is what truth sounds like, church. Jesus said to them, I am the way, I am the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Church, this is what truth sounds like. John 17, 17. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Now, let me end with this quote, church. I found this, and it is another hard truth, but it is something that you and I need to hear so we can pierce right through the lies, the trickery, and the, and the deceit. Listen to this. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll offer it twice. The Bible may hurt you with the truth, but it will never, ever comfort you with a lie. Let me say that again. The Bible may hurt you with the truth, but it will never, ever comfort you with a lie. Church, what you and I need every day, listen to this, what you and I need is a daily dose, like you and I would take in breakfast, lunch, and supper are two things. There are two things that will armor us with the truth, that will protect us with the truth, and that will guide us toward the truth, and that is Jesus Christ and His Word. You see, that will give us the solid foundation upon which we can stand. Everything else, as the hymn goes, is just sinking sand. Believe that. Believe that and live it. Let me offer a word of prayer for us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God, there's a lot of trickery in the life that we are living, Lord. There's a lot of noise in the world. And Lord, it can get very frustrating. We can get very downtrodden with what we are hearing and with what we are seeing. But, Lord, if we pray the spirit of truth, Lord, into what we're hearing and seeing so often, Lord, so often, it's just trickery. Trickery that is meant to trip us up. Trickery meant to get us down. Trickery meant to defeat us. Lord, we need the spirit of truth to get us back up. We need to be filled with the spirit of truth to strengthen our own spirit and resolve. So, Lord, that is what we are praying for this day. Lord, that is what we are needing for life this day, because, Lord, the world is dark. Lord, the world is fallen. Lord, we, as your believers, Lord, need the spirit of truth to penetrate that bold and holy light into the darkness of this world, Lord, so that we can ultimately see you, so that we can ultimately pierce through the trickery, the lies, and the deceit that is so filled, Lord, in this world. Lord, 
That is what we are praying for. So we're praying the spirit of truth into everyday life, into everyday details of life, into our children, into our church, Lord, into our community, into our nation, our state, and our world. Lord, that is what we are praying for. And we ask this in the name of the bold and saving Jesus Christ that we have the spirit of truth. In his name we pray. Amen.